Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports Podcast for April 21st. How is everyone doing? My name is Eric and I'm the man behind ETOF21 Sports. We have a phenomenal show lined up for you today. XFL Jim is going to come on. We're going to talk some USFL and XFL+. Plus. Brandon's going to talk some NASCAR. Unfortunately, due to a scheduling conflict, Nick and I are going to pick up our fantasy football discussion next week. We will continue. We did round one. We'll do round two. And then the following week will be round three with our preview of fantasy football rounds one through three draft. Crazy. Absolutely crazy week in sports. First of all, you know, I'm recording this on Friday morning. Lions, multiple players suspended the night for gambling. The main one, Jamison Williams, their first round wide receiver. And he got spent suspended six games. More indefinitely, Cespedes indefinitely. Barry Hill six games. The reason why Barry Hill and Williams got suspended is because they placed bets on non-NFL games, but like morons, they did it from the team facility. And this is the thing that always blows my mind. I have friends that are pro athletes, former pro athletes, coaches, everything. They have dudes that place bets for them. Why the fuck? Are you placing your own bet? That's something that I will never, ever understand. Like, obviously, if you play football, you should not be placing a bet during on the NFL. Betting in college, I'm fine with. I really don't care. Um, Never bet on your own team. Obviously, if you're playing in the league, but placing a bet in college, I'll be like, if they didn't do this at the team facility, he'd be absolutely fine. But he was a moron. He did at the team facility. Suspended six games, move on and learn from it. Other guys, same thing with Barry Hill. Those other guys, more Cespedes and Tony, the guy from the Commanders. All this tells me is that he, they, they bet on NFL, which is completely unacceptable. You cannot be betting on the NFL. Especially with all this stuff going around with the shitty officiating teams on the take. The NFL is rigged. Going by a script, you can't have players betting on your own product. Absolutely, positively unacceptable. Betting on college, like I said, I'm fine. Look, dude, it's just he did it at the team facility. Is what it is. And let's move on to talk some NBA. Obviously, the big news last night was James Harden got kicked out for the elbow, hand, whatever, to Royce O'Neal's groin. I don't think he should have got kicked out. I think that was inadvertent. The one I have an issue with it is how the fuck is Joel Embiid not kicked out? Joel Embiid should have been kicked out of that game and he should have been suspended. That was a blatant kick in Royce O'Neal's nuts. Blatant. Kenny Smith, Shaq, Barkley. All those guys said it. And the fact that you did not kick out Joel Embiid is downright awful. And he should be suspended. And yet... It just blows my mind he wasn't. And then I found this stat out. Everyone thinks Draymond's dirty. Draymond, 658 games played, 11 fragrant fouls. That means he gets 1.3 per 82 games. Embiid, 328 games played, 14 flagrant fouls. That's 3.5 per 82 games. Flip season. In the postgame, in the uh, postseason. Draymond, 129 games played, four flagrant fouls. That's 2.5 per game. Embiid, 40 games played, four flagrant fouls. 
8.3 per 82 games. And you're telling me Joel Embiid's not dirty? You're telling me Joel Embiid did not do that on purpose? That was a bitch move by a bitch player. Joel Embiid's a bitch. And I've said him numerous times. He is never winning an NBA championship. Never. Never, ever, ever. If he's going to be the cornerstone of your franchise, he's never going to win a championship. Maybe he can get the quote-unquote Bill Wallen championship when you're riding the bench doing nothing. But being the focal point, that's never going to happen for him at all. And I said the Sixers are going to get swept by the Celtics. We can kind of see how mentally soft they are. Doc Rivers is bitching that Embiid should not get suspended for a game. You're up 3-0 and you're wasting energy being negative toward the Nets. You're absolutely dominating. Let that sink in. And you're telling me that you have the mental focus to make a deep championship run? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? There's no way in fucking hell you have the mental toughness to make a deep fucking championship run. Sixers are cooked, dude. They may get past the Nets just because they have more in it. But look, there is no way in hell they are getting past the Boston Celtics. And Embiid should get suspended. If Embiid does not get suspended, that is just dog awful shit by the NBA. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does. I'd be surprised if he does, but he should. And it's dog shit if he doesn't. The other big news, Nick Nurse was let go by the Raptors. I think it's going to be... Um, Badoka, the guy that coached the Celtics last year, Frank Vogel, I think that's going to be their top two choices. In terms of Nurse, I think Nurse is just going to kind of sit back and see whoever gets Victor, the kid from France. I mean, have it be the Rockets, have it be the Pistons. And then he's just probably going to go there, if that'd be my guess. And who knows, maybe Adoku, because he is rumored to get the Pistons job and inter- and the Rockets are interested, maybe he does the same thing. Maybe he sits back and they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to go to wherever we think is going to get the top. After they see the, in the NBA draft, who gets the top pick? That's what I would do if I was one of those guys. But hey, who knows? Uh, those are my thoughts on the NBA. Like I said, we have a great show. We have XFL Jim talking USFL and XFL. Plus, my boy Brandon and I, we're going to tell you what bets to lock in for NASCAR. Let's get this party started. Let's see what Jimbo's got to cooking for us. We've reached the part of the podcast where we're going to be talking some USFL and XFL bets. And who better to come on than the man, the myth, the legend, XFL Jim. Jim, how are you doing today, my man? Always a pleasure. I I literally haven't stopped smiling since uh, February when the XFL started. And now that my smile's gotten even bigger because now I have two spring leagues to bet on. I'm not going to lie, man. You know, it was an entertaining week of football. I missed the Battle Hawks, Sea Dragons scenario. Interesting thing going on there because if they both win, the Battle Hawks need to win by 19 points or more to get in the playoffs. So that's a little interesting thing when you're kind of looking at. Um, it's not even just that. They need to win by 19 more than the Sea Dragons win by. Yeah, so if the Sea Dragons is- win by like 10, the Battle Hawks need yeah. to win by 29. Which is going to be pretty tough to do. Um, which is going to—that's why I called last week basically a play-in game. It was—it was last week's game was effectively a playoff game. And then you know we got the Brahmas who are fighting still alive. Defenders should probably treat this like like a bye. Renegades, you know, will need to win if the Brahmas um, Brahmas win. 
and then you have the the USFL and you know the the two things that stood out to me for the USFL um was we are right right about the breakers breakers are good yes and i think they're only going to get better throughout the season memphis is going to be a team that i think gets better as the season goes on because of their running game I think they're going to have just a super solid floor with the run game. I think the defense is feisty. I still do not trust Todd Haley to lead a winning team. You're just a Todd Haley hater. I am. If there is zero Todd Haley haters in the world, I am dead. I'm not a Todd Todd Haley guy either. Um, No, it was a great week of football. Those that missed out, Jim does a phenomenal job. He on his YouTube channel and Twitch channel, he live streams the whole day. He's going back and forth between the games. You know, I come on there, Chase comes on there, um, Christian comes on there. Who else comes on there? The, I I send the link out to a bunch of people, uh, some regulars on the garage and some non regulars. There's 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 um, some reoccurring people. Yeah, so it's a great time. You know, we get in a bunch of shenanigans, maybe some online poker. You know, it's it's a good time. Kid-friendly, too. Kid-friendly people. Oh, yeah, bring um, the kids. So what we do here, those watching or listening for the first time, uh, Jim and I are just going to give our four best bets. Some may overlap. Some we may disagree with. Um, you know, as always, Jim is the guest. So I'm going to let Jim. I'm going to let Jim kick it off. I'm going to start with the XFL, the league that is in its Final seat, final week of the regular season. And I'm going to start with the first game of the XFL. We got the Vipers and the Battlehawks starting it off. It's a real shame that these league, that these teams are playing off because the Battlehawks just need to blow them out now. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the Sea Dragons and the, and the Vipers. The Sea Dragons yeah. really just need to, um, to blow this game out. And... <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think it's too much pressure. I'm going to take the Vipers. I love, absolutely love fading teams in this situation. Vipers are definitely going to be on my betting card this weekend. I feel nine is just way too many points. I'm going to sprinkle on that money line, too. I'll definitely get sprinkle on that money line. Um, Mine, I'm going to go to the first one. I'm going to go to the Guardians against the Battlehawks. To me, we have to remember... There's this trend in the NFL where teams that need to win to make in the playoffs are, it's like 42% ATS. That's basically what this is here. I'm not saying this is the NFL. It's not the NFL, but it's football people. I feel this line is a little bit inflated because of people are saying the battle Hawks need to win. They're going to steamroll over them. It's not even just they need to win. They need to dot. They need to blow them out. They need to win by like twenty points minimum. And I like no team. When does they start doing crazy shit? When does if they score and then they decide from their own was it from their own twenty five to go for it for to try to get the ball back and then boom the Guardians have the ball in the short field. Like they're gonna be going for three all the time. They're gonna be. There's just so much pressure. I don't think the Battlehawks can do it. There's not that margin of error. So, you know, I'm going to take the Guardians here plus the nine and a half. You know what? I'm going to sprinkle on a money line. And, Jim, I have a little juicy round robin I'm going to share for people a little bit later. And your Viper is plus 295. And the Guardians plus 305. Those are the first two. 
Jim, what's your second bet? My second bet, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip flop here. I'm gonna go U- XFL, USFL, XFL, USFL. I'm going USFL. Uh, I'm gonna take the Showboats plus eight versus the Stallions. So it was a bad move to fade the Stallions money line last year, but about halfway through the season, it was actually pretty good to fade them on the money on the spread because they were in a lot of close games. And you could take week one, you could overreact a little bit. I think that the Stallions are unbeatable. They're right back where they were. They're fantastic. I do think they're right back where they were. I do think they're fantastic. But also, the Generals have been downgraded for me. And the Generals gifted them a lot of points early on. The Stallions just kind of ran away with it. It got off the rails quick. I think the Showboats are clean, are a good enough team to keep this close. Eight just seems like too big of a number. Agree 100%. I relate to Showboats' run game. I think they're going to be able to move the ball. Um, mine, and you mentioned him. I'm gonna take the generals here plus the five. No, sorry, I mean, the, the Maulers, yeah, Maulers baby. I just think that it that's just way too many points. Uh, we're both down on this generals team, and they weren't that ex- um, weren't, weren't that impressive. And I think they have a huge down downgrading quarterback without having Mr. Perez there. I agree. Fullheartedly. Jim, bet number three, my friend. I'm going to take the Renegades minus one versus the Roughnecks. I think these teams are kind of going in opposite directions. I think we've been seeing the real Brandon Silvers, the old Sea Dragons Brandon Silvers that those 2020 XFL fans remember. The Roughnecks offense hasn't looked great. Their defense is still pretty injured and banged up. It's not what it was to start the season. And the Renegades are playing clean with Luis Perez at the helm. They're looking like a, a completely different team offensively, and the defense is still fantastic. I'm going to take the Renegades minus one. I got them earlier in the week at money line at, like, positive money. But I just think the Renegades are a better team. I At this point right now, I agree. Um, I, I have a play in that game as well, but I'm going to go to the under. I mean, I really don't know. Roughnecks have kind of roughnecks are locked in. You know, I think they're going to be treating us like a bye week. Do I think they're going to hypothetically? What's my ceiling for points scored by the roughnecks? Ten. You know what I mean? Like if they're playing their backups, going through the motions, what what's their ceiling? 10, uh, yeah, I was going to say like fourteen to seventeen, somewhere around there. Their ceiling's probably like seventeen. So I just. I don't think, and I don't think the Renegades are going to blow them out because it is a Wade Phillips defense. Even if there's backups in there, Phillips is going to be able to cook some shit up. And then also, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, rally the situation, Brahma's probably will lose to the defenders. And if they do, then this game doesn't matter. Yeah. So I'm going to get out, out ahead of the curve. I'm going to take the under 42 in the Roughnecks. I don't hate it, Eric. I did I did bet every over in the XFL this week just because I'm really hoping for points. I like it. I like it. And it's like it's the polar opposite. Week one I bet every under. Week twelve week ten I bet every over. Um there's a realistic scenario where both these teams are playing a lot of backups because they if the if the Brahmas lose, then this this game is just a rematch next week in the playoffs, and that's the game that matters. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And like if that if that's the thing, it's going to be very 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 vanilla. 
Yep. A lot of turnaround, a lot of handoffs. Don't want to show anything. Uh, Jimbo, fourth and final bet. Oh, oh, USFL, here you are. Uh, I really want to just take... God, I want to take the Breakers minus six so bad, but that's a big number. I will take the Panthers plus three versus the Stars. I think... Call this an overreaction to week one if you want. But I think the Panthers are legit. I think that defense is good. I think these teams are very comparable. I think the line should be close to like two and a half or one even. And I just think the Panthers can keep it close. And I like taking threes in the USFL because these kickers love to miss field goals. Yeah, these kickers do like to miss. They like to miss a lot of field goals. Um, oh, God, a lot, of, a lot of stuff on the board, Jim. A lot of stuff on the board. Look at this. A lot of stuff on the board. Um, I have my round robin cooked up too, by the way. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the, this last one's pretty tough. This last one is pretty tough, but you know what I'm going to do? I am going to go to, I'm going to take the Brahmas and Defenders under 20 and a half. For the first half, I like I that play. Really a lot of people, I really don't trust the Brahmas offense. Brahmas do like to run the ball a lot. They can't really extend the field that much. There is the words. Jack Cohn. Jack Cohn. Yeah. Um, you know, there is the worries that Cone could turn it over a little bit no, of a short field or the defenders could turn it over. But I'm going to play, I'm going to play the under here. I think the defender system people, Brahmas really can't move the ball. So. Yeah, that's gonna be my little, uh, my little, uh, my little uh, four four teamer, buddy. Uh, now you said you have a juicy, ju- 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 juicy, Rob Robin. Lay it on me, big dog. I this offshore won't won't let me do it, so I have to go to a different book to load this in there. But so I'll let you kick off. Give it to me, big dog. Four plays. Yeah, Guardians money line. Love it. Vipers money line. Love it. Mauler's money line. And then the Memphis Showboats first half money line. I love it. I love it. Uh, Plus 6,500 on the round, Robin. Just straight up parlay. It's like plus uh, 11, almost plus 12,000. So I'm looking at my round, Robin, right here. Um I'm going to go Guardians plus 300, Vipers plus 300, Maulers plus 170, and the Memphis Showboats plus 320. $55 investment if you play it by fives. We'll give you back $2,325.50, Jim. How do you feel about that? I like that. So that's uh, that's my round robin. You have Jim, Jim's round robin. Jim, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on the Twitter you can find me everywhere at XFL Gym, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Twitch. I'm all over. I'm going to try. I'm really trying to push more videos now. I've been doing way more live streams recently just because I've been getting into the whole streaming craze. I do so many streams and shows and whatnot. I'm going to try and put more videos out, people. There's going to be more videos on the YouTube. That's that's a promise I am making. I don't know if I'll keep it, but I will try. Be sure to give my boy Jim a follow. Also, be sure to look out for for his 
live stream this weekend. Old Uncle Rico will be making a stop by Jim. Best of luck in your bets, and let's make some money, my friend. Uh, Eric, over under uh, four and a half tornadoes this weekend. Uh, I'll take the adjusted over of eight and a half. That's fair. That's uh, plus uh, 200 on that one. I'll, I'll take that. I'll be invested in that with some with some gym dollars, my friend. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we will talk this week, and let's make some money, man. I'd like to thank my boy XFL Jim for coming on. Now we're going to shift our attention over to NASCAR. But before that, please make sure you give my boy XFL Jim at XFL Jim a follow. Give his YouTube and Twitch page a follow well as well. Great dude doing some things. But before we jump in to some NASCAR, I want to tell everyone, please go to the Sharps app and download it. Use promo code ETOF499. That way they know old Uncle Rico sent you. This podcast is sponsored by the Sharps app. Now let's shift our attention over to some NASCAR. We reached the part of the podcast where we are talking NASCAR and who better to come on than you like he's been here every single week. Brandon at Boston Boy 83 on all social media. Brandon, how you doing, my man? Doing good. We got Talladega already. Talladega already. <laughs> it seems like the season is flying by. Interesting race. You know, really interested to see what your takes are on it. I know I have three bets. You have three bets. Before we dive into it, what did you think about Chase's first race bat? It wasn't bad, I think, for the first like three quarters of the race, watching him run 22nd to 29th. I was kind of shocked. But then when I saw guys like Harvick, guys like uh, Kyle Busch, a bunch of them back in the 20s, I was like, okay, I don't feel as bad. Just something's not right. It's hard to pass in this car. They've admitted that. And then for him to rebound, grab a top 10, finishing 10th, can't argue with it, man. And now we're going to a track that he is very good at with multiple wins. So I'm liking what I see with his odds, which we'll dive into in a minute. But uh, glad to see that he had a good top 10 and hopefully carry some momentum. Now, we each have three back bets. You are the guest. I will let you kick off, my friend. Guys, I'm going with him. We just talked about him. Chase Elliott, who's won this race before. Sitting at 14 to 1. He's going to have to be grabbed before qualifying Saturday or tomorrow afternoon. Like, has to be grabbed because if he qualifies in the top 15, those odds will change. But right now, seeing Chase Elliott, what a story, a comeback at a track that he's good at. At uh, 14 to 1, I'm grabbing him all day long. And he's in a Hendrick car, and Hendricks always runs well at super speedways. So, all eyes for me on the, on the number nine from Dawsonville. I like it. I like it. Um, my first one, I'm going to a top 10. I am going Eric Jones, top 10 plus 170. Last spring led 25 laps. The fall race led 23. Four top 10s in the last six races here. And believe it or not, out of every active driver, he is, he has the best finish here since 2020. So I'm in Eric Jones plus 170 top 10 i like it i like it i will uh i'm gonna go with your boy old uncle kev kevin harvick he's right now sitting at 22 to 1 last season wants to get a win a place i is familiar with he's raced for years i feel experience plays a huge key 
at super speedways. Other guys are only going to draft with guys that they trust. Harvick is trustworthy. He's proven it. He's driving a Ford. We talked about the beginning of the year. Ford looked good with their arrow and super speedways. So old Uncle Kev at 22 to 1 to grab by Talladega win. I like it. Kev is my boy. I would love to see him get a win at Talladega before he goes off. Mine, you know what? I'm going back to the well. Maybe I'm just being an old stubborn man myself. Blaney, 12 to 1. Yes, I know he hasn't won a race in his last. I'll, yeah, I'll ask you, how many starts has it been since he's won a race? 49 or 52? 55. 55. Okay. I, I knew it was around that. Um. But he's led laps in every single race here but one time since 2019. One here in 2020 and 2019. Second best average finish since 2020, only behind Eric Jones. Um, you know, and then if you just look at all the super speedways, since 2020, he has the most wins. So historically, he's done good. I think his price is a little inflated because of his struggle, him not being able to get a win. So I'm going to go with Blaney 12 to one. I think he gets off the Schneid. I, I don't blame you. He's due for one. We talked about this all basically all yeah. of last year that he's finally due. So this, this can't continue to carry on. I'm going to go with another Hendricks driver, another Chevy. And I'm going to go with Alex Bowman at 25 to one. The man is always up front in these races. He's been pretty consistent this year as well. And you always see speed out of Hendricks cars, and it's another guy that people do not have a problem with. Not many people besides Hamlin, who hates everybody, don't have a problem with Bowman. So he will get help, and he will push people. So seeing him sitting right now, like I said, 25 to 1, uh, another Hendricks car, Alex Bowman, 48. I like it. I like it. Uh, my last one is I'm going Chris Busher, 22 to 1. Led the second most laps at Daytona this year. Ran fourth at Atlanta, which runs similar. So both the two races that have run similar to Talladega, he's gone well at. Won segments here in 21, 2021, and 2020. And then if you just look at, um, oh, my God, what's it called? Roush, Frederick, Kozlowski, whatever, 50 million name racing that they're calling themselves now. They Kozlowski's ran good too at those tracks. Yes, shocking. So them are running really, really well in these next gen cars at these tracks. I think that continues. I've seen Busher at 22 to 1. I'll take a little Bush at 22 to 1, my friend. I like it. I like it. Uh, I would definitely steer away from his teammate if I had to fade anybody, even though he's been running well. I'm fading Kozlowski. He's a very aggressive pusher. He's dumped people at this track. Nobody likes working with him. So when it comes down to it, if Busher's not around him, Kozlowski's getting no help. So my fade this week is going to be Kozlowski. I'm going to throw in my two long shots together. Uh, you mentioned Eric Jones, how well he's done. I'm going with his new teammate, guy that's going to get rookie of the year, Noah Gregson at 80-1 to 1 to win the race. If Eric's done this well, Ben, I know you're I know you're mad from last week. I know you are. So just please hear me out with this. Noah, 80 to 1. He was great in Xfinity at this track. His teammates really good. Jimmy Johnson used to be good. That's who he reports to. I like Noah Gregson at 80 to 1. And I'm just gonna throw this one in here, and you can't shake your head at this one. I'm going with a long shot, your boy, Mr. Corey LaJoy at 50 to 1. 
just because it's Corey LaJoy that's a super speedway. I love Corey LaJoy. Oh, my God. Do I miss those times when we were able to get LaJoy 4-1 to at a top 20? Those were the days, my friend. God, those were the days. Over. Oh, Brandon, I'd like to thank you for coming on and talking a little NASCAR. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social social media, my friend? Boston Boy 83, Instagram, Twitch, and Twitter. You know what? Let's cash some tickets. Let's make some money. Until next week, my friend. Cash some tickets, guys. That's it for the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. Please give my boy Brandon a follow at BostonBoy83 and my boy Jim a follow at XFLGym. Reminder that Fast Break Bretts with Gino and myself is going to be every single day there's an NBA show. My show, the ETOF21 Sports Show, is live this Tuesday. Sterling from Silver Star Sports. We're going to talk some NBA and we're going to do a mock draft. Also, I'm going to be at the draft. If you come and you see old Uncle Rico at the draft, Hit me up out there. I will buy you a nice, tasty Miller Lite, and we can talk some shop. I appreciate all you guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a review. Anything helps the old man out. Until next week, boys and girls.